I am Marcy. Y yo Grisel. Jaime here. I'm Michelle. Please call me Michi. And together we are chatting, chatting with, with my amigas. Four friends. Best friends. Sisters, actually. Who do life together. Join us as we talk about anything and everything. Conversations that are authentic, not scripted, and relatable. Grab your friends, y amigas, and the cocktail, and let's chat. Since this week is Mother's Day, I figured we would spend some time talking about not only our moms, but being a mom. You know how that is for us. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll go first. I don't know if I really ever had a dream about, like, that was my first desire. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I want to be a mother. Like, that wasn't Mm -hmm. always in the front load of my upbringing. I was raised in a sense to think that kids were just a continuation of your marriage, and that was it. Mm -hmm. Like, that was what you knew. That's what you learned. And it was impossible not to have a child. However, it wasn't, like, my first thing. And then to complete that thought as young as I was when I had a child I had infertility issues so probably it was just maybe one thought combined with the next Mm -hmm. so I have one child he's 17 and a half as he would say (laughs) (laughs) he's pushing it he's in 11th grade which is just a challenge all as as its own in the entire context of their age So um, I don't know why once I had him, I absolutely knew that I was just one. Mm -hmm. And actually in being forthcoming to our friendship, I remember that I think you all know I'm the single one when I was getting my (laughs) divorce or when I was arriving to the decision of getting a divorce. I remember me and my ex-husband, we were into therapy. We were doing therapy to try to save the situation. And I remember that the therapist had asked him, what else would you like to happen? So this makes sense. And he's like, I would like another child. And he had us do like a vision board. (laughs) And this man, I mean, wanted just another child. And I think that was a thing for me. I'm like, yeah, that's not me. That doesn't represent who I am. I don't know. I always wanted one and one boy. And that's what I got. And I was absolutely content. Mm -hmm. So being a mom... I dance between living vicariously through him, mm-hmm. <laughs> but also understanding the new, you know, century and what they are and mm-hmm. who they are and absolutely understanding what I really admire of my parents, because I think they were great parents. They were just probably not good husband and wife to each other, but they were great parents. And I think I took the best of what I learned, even made it, I think I made it even better Mm-hmm. took what didn't really work and try not to replicate the model. Right. However, sometimes, you know. Yeah, so, we kind of do things that I'm like, ooh, I just sounded exactly like yes, my mom. <laughs> yes. So then that's when you remember and she'll be like, you remember me when you have kids. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's exactly what sometimes happens. So Mother's Day, I obviously see it as one more day. I am planning something special. It'll just be my middle sister who has three daughters. Our dad, my mom, is not with us in this plane anymore. And all she said every Mother's Day was, I just don't want to like do a lot of motherly stuff. I don't want to cook. I don't want to, you know, the basic stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think it's just one more day. But at the same day, it's reminiscence for me because May is a little challenge for me because it's Mother's Day and also it's the month she passed. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little yeah. combination of both. So difficult. Right. Yeah. So <clears> it was <throat> just... 
for me right now, it's evolved into what if, what if she would be here? What would I be doing? What conversations would I have with her now in this stage of my life? Obviously, in my imagination, her health is at 100%. So I play, I do that dance, and I just imagine her mm -hmm. being present. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, for me, I have to tell you, growing up in my house, I was an only child. Like, it was just me. So I know that I didn't want just one child. Just growing up, I knew it. Like, there's no way that I'm just going to have one kid in the house. Like, I didn't like it just being, you know, just an only child. And as I was growing, you know, I hit my teenage years. I graduated high school. I want to say the majority of my friends had kids, like, right away. Mm -hmm. yep. Like, 19, 20, 21. And I wasn't even in a kind of serious relationship to the point that I wanted to have kids with whoever I was with at that time. So I always thought, like, in my, I, I remember, like, I'm not even lying, like, being in my early 20s thinking, am I ever going to have kids? Because <laughs> I felt like the oddball, not, but I knew that I, I wasn't ready for them. Mm -hmm. But like you mentioned, you knew you wanted one. I knew that I wanted two. Or more than one was my number. So I remember when I got pregnant, you know, right away, I knew. I'm like, well, and I'm not waiting. Like, I didn't want to wait. Like, I wanted <laughs> to be friends. Like, Lord. I wanted to be able to... And I also wanted to be able to raise them together and, you know, kind of have that experience. Again, I didn't have that. Like, I would talk to a wall. You know, I had no <laughs> right. kids at home. I would have to, like, play on my own. And, like, I remember playing office by myself. Like, there was really no one I could play with. But I was like, okay, I'm not having my kids have that, you know? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. She's here. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my. I'm like, no, my children are not going to go through that. They will definitely have siblings. They will definitely grow up together. So that was something that... You know, for me, meant a lot. Like, I knew that I didn't want just one. And then when you have kids, like you mentioned, like, now it's just, you know, trying to raise them as best as you can. Mm -hmm. And, you know, understanding that because there's times that I'm like, well, I went through that when I was in high school or, you know, certain things, but they're living in a different, different era. They're age. living in mm -hmm. different, you know, there's like all these technology and like all these different things that are in front of them. And I'm like, okay. As a mom, I have to understand what I went through, but what they're going through. Yeah. I'm trying to figure that out. So I wish there was a manual to be a mom, <laughs> but there is not a 101. 100%. <laughs> yeah. And then for my mom, you know, I mean, there's what I take from her. There's a lot of things that I disagreed with completely on how she raised. But there were certain things that I did admire. And I did say, well, that's definitely something that I would teach my kids. And I would want my kids, you know, to respect that and, you know, be taught the same. So and I just choose the good and the bad and raise my kids that way. And for Mother's Day, we're just going to be with the family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of mm -hmm. what we're doing, just a brunch, hanging out yeah. with the family, you know, just doing that. Mm -hmm. That's what we're doing. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That is what it's all about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for me, growing up with strong women, my grandmothers were pretty critical in my life. And my mom, as you know, she is my best friend mm -hmm. to this day. We're very, very close abnormal clothes <laughs> and we have a lot of fun together and growing up I admire my mom a lot she you know came from not much and never stopped learning never stopped the education did her her master's while we were in school and I always saw that endurance of her not giving up Mm -hmm. And not pretending she knew everything, but always that she was always eager to learn mm -hmm. and that approach to life, to have fun and to be just to be for her and for both of my grandmothers. I learned that family comes first. 
no matter what, you know, you can pick and choose your friends, but family it is what it is. So we're going to have to make it work, right? <laughs> and growing up, I never, not that I never wanted kids, but I was not a kid-friendly person. Mm -hmm. I always worked very hard and was very career-driven. Always had a work and always had, you know, like an extra income of some kind. But I was never, and my parents have to this day a lot of godchildren. So the house was always full of kids. And that was not, it didn't interest me <laughs> like, at no, all. Okay. Like I was offered constantly, oh, you but you can babysit. Not really. I couldn't hold a baby for more than 10 seconds. I was oh like, gosh. I told my mom many times, I'd rather clean the house completely <laughs> than, than, babysit. than babysit. Please right. don't ever offer me to babysit. And let's fast forward. I was in college when I, you know, the world surprised me. I got <laughs> pregnant at a very young age and it was never questionable whether I wanted or not to have the baby. And, you know, a lot of people, including a lot of family gave you know, the, gave me the back. And my mom was one that she was a warrior. She was there next to me. I never for abandoned. She lost friendships or with this. It was almost 30 years ago. And I, to this day, remember very vividly when I shared the news with her. She embraced me. She supported me. She never left me alone. And that, the love of a mom, it's not what I was expecting. I would forever be grateful for that. So moving forward, my son was born in San Diego, California, and my mom was working. I mean, I don't know. She was probably younger than me right now. Mm -hmm. So she was working and she was, you know, she had a career. So she flew to California to be with me. And she only had maybe two weeks with me. <laughs> I remember that the minute she left because <laughs> you're like, oh my I God, had no do? experience, yeah. right? And I was hysterical crying, like, <laughs> what do I do now? You cannot leave. You know, I was just hysterical. But with my oldest son, I always said we grew up together. together. Right. Yes, there's a lot, but you know, looking back, there's a lot of things I would have done different. Of course. But of course, you know, being 20, 21, 22, and had a, you know, I was, when I graduated from college, I think he was maybe barely four. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I always look at him and I'm like, oh gosh, you know, we made I'm glad it. we made it. <laughs> I'm glad you turned the way you did because we made it. And as an adult, we have an amazing relationship now. It was hard and we had our upside and down because my Lack of maturity. So I'm a completely different mom to now. All my boys are very mm -hmm. spread apart than I was then, but they have molded me and helped me in so many different ways. And I live through them. And yes, I'm raising also the other two, not the same way. I mean, they're at least 10 years apart. Right. It's like being a mom. It was like being a mom for the first time. All, all over, over again. again. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
So, you know, I thought for many years that he was going to be like for you, you know, with you, Michelle, yeah. my first and only, mm-hmm. only I met until I met Alex. So I'm grateful about the three of them. I'm grateful that I still have my mom and my grandmother around. It's a lot of fun to have both of them. They're very active in my kid's life. And I'm trying to raise gentlemen, future husbands, future, absolutely, you know, men. And it's, it's very, very difficult. I'm very proud of them. I'm in a very good place today. Mm -hmm. I went for a huge trip recently and I came back. My middle one took care of my younger one and I was like he didn't call what am I (laughs) so everything was good (laughs) you know myself into and surprisingly the house was clean organized I mean the laundry was out of control but it's it's okay it's all good hey it's all good they did (laughs) really really good and Mm -hmm. um, I'm like that's when you know I told my husband I'm like okay I guess so far we're doing you know pretty good pretty Mm -hmm. good Mm-hmm. So uh, this weekend I have no plans. Mm-hmm. So you um, have no plans, Gigi. I have no Gigi, plans. You have no plans. <laughs> I just no came plans. back from it. I have no plans, <gasps> but I shouldn't. They mm-hmm. should be the ones. Sure, <laughs> sure. I'm happy having for you. plans. Yeah. So it's gonna be with family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different for me growing up, kind of <clears> like <throat> you, Grisel. My grandmothers were you know, the matriarchs, the pillars of the family. And on one side of my family, you had my grandparents, you know, married 55 years, you know, more than that by the time my grandfather passed, you know, very much a together couple, made all the parenting decisions. On the other side on my mother's family, my grandmother divorced my grandfather at a time you didn't divorce anybody. So she was essentially a single parent raising three girls. So my parents came together, you know, from extremely different households, different upbringings, just different philosophies on parenting. And we were three girls. I always feel like, you know, my parents kind of parented who needed it at the time. You know, and, you know, I remember spending years where I could be sitting on the couch next to my mother and you've all met my mother and my mother's one of the most wonderful people I know. And I would have nothing to say to her because I just, I didn't need her. And that's, to me, it was, I'm good. I don't need you. You know, Chris needs you. Julie needs you. And so for many years, it really wasn't, you know, we didn't have much of a relationship And I would say that changed when I moved to Florida. So I remember I left my parents' house. I was staying with them kind of in transition, just a really bad loser year, actually. But I was moving. I decided to move on December 31st because I hated New Year's. And I just wanted to start the new year somewhere somewhere new. new. And I remember she stayed home from work and I, you know, packed up my little Honda and she started crying. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to cry too. You know? And it was kind of from that point on, my mother became that person that was, you know, a friend of mine and somebody that I loved spending time with. And, you know, we've talked about, you know, my parents, whether it's advice, whether it's just spending time with them, there's nothing I'd rather do. 
So now, you know, fast forward to me having kids, you know, I was a little different than Russell in that I was the babysitter. I was, you know, I loved babies and, you know, cousins and being around people and, you know, I would save up money because, you know, in my house, you got one pair of sneakers and it was, this is your choice. And if you wanted a pair of Nike sneakers, you paid for them. If you wanted a pair of jeans, you paid for it, whatever that was. This was what you got for school or we, you know, would have hand-me-downs from older relatives or friends. So I would do the babysitting for that, for money. But, you know, I loved kids and I always felt I'd have, you know, I'd have them one day. And when you're young, at least back when I was young, you know, 25 seemed like forever. You know, every goal was your 25th birthday. You know, the white picket fence, was it by the time you're 25? You know, a lot of my friends got married right out of school or, you know, their high school sweetheart, their college. And, you know, I was never in that position. So I moved to Florida when I was 24. Hit 25. It was the worst birthday ever (laughs) because I'd accomplished nothing that I thought, you know, and then, you know, I met Leonard a couple years later. So, you know, with Leonard came two bonus children. So, you know, we were an immediate Marisa, Taylor, Marcy and Leonard. So when Dylan was born for Leonard, it was complete. You know, Dylan came early. Dylan was super sick. It was, you know, I loved being a mom, but it was terrifying because he was, you know, he was yellow. He was just so, such a sickly little baby. And so it was hard at times, you know, we would be like, don't call, you know, my husband would tell everybody don't call because she, he's in the hospital again, or we're doing the, you know, it was, it was just a challenge. And then he started thriving. And I remember sitting there with Leonard and I wanted another baby. You know, I came from three girls. I came from sisters. And as much as Dylan had Marisa and Taylor. It was not the same. It was, you know, he loved them. He knew nothing else, but there was a a huge age gap, but there was also a growth difference. There was a parenting difference. There were, you know, there were just a lot of things. And I wanted Dylan to experience what I did, you know, and I remember, I can remember, Chris, would remember our house in Pembroke Pines. I remember sitting there with Leonard and saying, I really want to have another baby. And he was just like, "Mm, nope. Like, so we just, you know, didn't talk about it. And then we talked about it again. And I'm like, and I'd really like it to be with you. So he was again, but it was still, we weren't there yet. And I remember for our anniversary, we were going to dinner and he gave me my anniversary gift and it was a pacifier in the car. Ah, that's oh. cute. So of course, you know, we were always on the five-year plan. So we'd have a baby. Five years later, we'd have another baby. So Harrison came along and Harrison was healthy and, you know, everything that the first year of Dylan, we experienced, you know, I was able to experience with Harrison. He wasn't sick. He was healthy, you know, things like that. And he was, you know, fiery and different. And then same thing. Five years later, it was like, oh, Guess what? I didn't ask that time. It just kind of happened. (laughs) Sorry, Isabella, surprise. Um, You know, and Isabella was born. And, you know, I think that the funny thing of it is, is I think every time you think you've got parenting figured out, you get a surprise. 100%. You know, it's challenging while you're in it, but then you miss it when they're out of a stage or they're out of, you know, an activity they do or something like that. But I always look and Leonard and I, you know, we'll sit there and my job is not to be 
a friend. My job is to make you into a good person, make you into someone that is successful in the definition of what success is for them. You know, it doesn't come tied with a specific career, a specific education. They're the best school of life because your kids are going to challenge you in many ways that not a friend, not a family member, no one will challenge you or reward you the the way your kids can can be. Right. Because, you know, it's you're molding this little person with a completely different personality. You can try the same parenting skills to use with one, with the other one, but it doesn't work. work. (laughs) I know. You have to use different strategies and just come at it different and just hope that, you know. They're the best school of life. For sure. Well, I also think you're growing as a parent too. So, you know, like we all learn with the first one, I don't care what your age is or whatever, but it's also career is different with each kid. Mm -hmm. You know, I always find that, you know, early in life, I would say from 25 to 40, you know, I was probably four different people because you're growing and you're changing so much and your kids are changing, your relationship is changing. You know, I feel like I started liking myself when I hit 40, you know, and really being more comfortable and enjoying who I was in my life, you know, it was more settled. So I think you could take that, not that there weren't struggles, not that there weren't, you know, trying to figure out three kids in summer camp, you know, where you're working all year and, you know, that's what your vacation was. You know, you took a week off so you didn't have to pay $600 a week for daycare, you know, but again, I I think it's been interesting seeing them and seeing the relationship with each other. And, and you see those small wins where you're like, oh, look at that, you know, we're not as selfish today, or oh, look at that choice we're making, or, you know, I just did something for someone else or whatever. You see the glimpse of the person you've you want them, them to become. You want them to be and you see it and you're like, yes, yeah. Yeah, you feel like yeah. you've done that. So this weekend, Rain, my niece, Isabella and I are going to see mom. Nice. Mom nice. and dad. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're going just Saturday and coming back Sunday morning. But, you know, it's nice. I don't, you know, That's she's good. two hours away, but I can't remember the last time I actually saw her on Mother's Day. So, of course, I'll be going for Father's Day as well. <laughs> you better. That, that is, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But the, I, the selfish person in mind, I, you know, my parents are leaving tomorrow, heading back home. And I want, I mean, I wanted to stay. Right. Obviously, Mother's Day is, is over the weekend, but my grandma is still here. Mm-hmm. And my mom is like, because I was jokingly saying, well, she's not going to know. Like, when you go back, just tell her a random day is Mother's Day. She's not going to, you know, well, she knows. realize. But my mom said, you know, every year, you know, she's over 95. It could be the last Mother's Day together. Let's mm-hmm. be, you know, realistic. So I don't want to be selfish. I oh, had yeah. her for over mm-hmm. a month. So, yes, they're heading back to be with you know, with my grandmother. Yeah. Nice. On Sunday. So that's kind of nice. No, but I am kind of like, you know, I think it was your, Mishu's mom, you know, I just want Mother's Day where I'm not the one planning it. Yes. Don't ask me what's for dinner. (laughs) Don't, you know, like, 
you know, don't give me workout gear, you know, like think about for it a many, little bit. For many, many years, <laughs> my choice was always, let's go to the beach, let's yeah. go to the beach, because it was the only place on earth that I could sit down, have a cocktail, <laughs> not be bothered and watch them play in the water without, you know, bothering me like <laughs> and be cater but we love you boys we love you, yeah. we love you. <laughs> but it was that everybody was happy yeah. I felt like okay I don't have to be in the kitchen or I don't yeah. have to be in a restaurant right. waiting there's nothing worse than trying right. to go anywhere oh, no. on right yeah. so I always chose for many years the beach it was mm -hmm. just relaxing it was good it was I felt content mm -hmm. so, so what plans do know. we have for Sunday I have no Yeah, I'm coming back and yeah. I don't really know if yeah. I have, you know, plans or not. I guess You're I'll having brunch. I'm like, my cousin's you know, like, hey, brunch at my house. I'm like, sounds yeah. like a plan. I might, be, I might be a brunch. Yeah, you oh, might yeah. be a brunch. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we no, do. My sister and my dad are coming to my house. Yes, I'm going to have to do a little bit, but I think inside of me, I truly enjoy having my niece's home. And I don't know. I think I see myself as the old grandmother. Yeah. Where it's like, come and eat and just, I don't know. No, yeah. but I think, kind of. no, but I think there's, I mean, you guys know my two nieces, you know, I'm not going to say I'm their second mom, but you know, I, yeah. you know, have spent a lot of time with them. You know, Rain lived with us for years, yeah. you know, Kelly lived down the street, you know, so there is, you know, I feel the same yeah. way, you know, it's kind of like, okay, what's going on? What and I doing? think, I think that's something as you see them getting older, you want to do certain things like Noel, for example, like whenever there's like, either my birthday or something that we're going to do like for dinner typically it's always just me and him it's never been like okay you know the girls are joining us like if it's like again birthday anniversary a, a nice dinner to, for a night to a nice yeah. restaurant and he tells me like hey you know for your birthday on the day of your birthday i want to do a nice dinner and i said we'll make it for four yeah and he was like oh we're gonna take the girls i'm like yes like yes. they're old enough. Like I want them yeah. to experience yes. certain yes. things. Yeah. He's Definitely. Like, he's like, wherever I want to go, I'm like, wherever you want to go, just make it for four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, yes. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. No, yeah. And I great. think it's you know, as a mom, when you start seeing them get older and they're like they're going through certain phases, and I'm like, oh my god, they're getting older. Like, I, know. I can't. I, mm -hmm. I want now. I want to have them as much as I can. Yeah. When you when they're little, you're like, oh, they don't know how to act in a restaurant. They're gonna be throwing forks and plates. But, yeah, but now is that now? Yeah. 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 Life it's been a while. Yeah. 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 It's been yeah. a while, but I also think that as our kids get older and, you know, we've talked about before, you know, and they start having relationships and things like that, you know, yes. my fear is always, okay, what does that look like to my family? You know, not that you can't welcome someone. I mean, you know, I will welcome anybody, right. but it's that <laughs> <Maybe>. dynamic, well, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> that I dynamic know. changes, you know, yeah. I mean, and yeah. the family dynamic changes and, you know. In my house, we're, we've always been closer to my family than Leonard's. Just, you know, the way it happened and the way we spent time and things like that when his parents were alive. And, you know, they were older and his dad was sick, you know, so that played part of it. But we've always gravitated more or spent more time. So my fear is with two boys... They get married, you know, like you know, I it's know. something you don't I think. know what way it's gonna go. It's well, gonna actually, like, actually, in my house, I love my dad's mother. Actually, I get along really well, and even my son's name is a derivative of my dad's side grandfather. My grandfather's name was Esteban, and my son is called Stephen. However, it's true. 
I think it's biblical where mm -hmm. or generationally where new families you always gravitate towards the maternal side yeah. of the family. Mm -hmm. And in my house, when I was being raised, that's how it was. We were very close to my other grandmother, but we were with the grandmother, which was the mother's side. Mm -hmm. So me having a boy, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I think that'd be a little bit of a loss at some instances, you know, but I think it's also, I think that's an old school. I think my grandmother on my dad's side, for some reason, now I look at it backwards and I think she kept her place because that was what's known. Mm -hmm. I think she could have been more involved if she would have wanted to or if she felt empowered to do so. But I think, she, you know how old school they were so traditionally. Everything so is. So if my mother's mom would say, oh, I'll cook while I watch the kids, she will take the second role. And I agree. She and didn't really be like all out going on that. And I see that a lot. Like, And I think it's just that, right? Like when you have a daughter, you're going to provide and do whatever it is for that daughter that when you have a son and he's married i think they expect that that wife's going to do those things Correct. so then they don't step in and play that role mm -hmm. which at times can backfire in the sense that mm -hmm. like now that mom you know the maternal mom is playing more of that role but then again you don't want to be that pushing that's another topic pushing mother-in-law i know i know i can't i can't think about it i can't think about it no comment mother of the boy has to be more careful right as to what involvement and how do you want to show up to sure. all these situations and i get it yeah yeah well i think the whole point of the conversation is i realize now that those things that your mother kind of warned you about or, you know, oh, you're going to, you know, you have no patience. I hope you have children that have just like you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. And yep. And then I got Harrison, yep. you know, or what, you know, yep. but I do the same thing. I find myself saying certain things or I'll catch myself in the mirror That's and I'm so like, true. oh, mom mm -hmm. makes that face when my mother, you know, and. You know, when my mother's not happy, you know it because she has it written all mm -hmm. over her face. Thanks. Thanks, mom. Now I know where I get it. But, <laughs> trip. Yeah. You know, but I, I do think, you know, it's interesting. Of course, it's going to happen. I see certain traits of my husband and myself in my kids, you know, but it is. It's one of those things that when you have the blessing and the opportunity, it's the hardest job. It's the best job. It's a lifelong job. And I don't care what age they are. You know, Dylan's sick. He's in Orlando. It's like I'm sitting there yesterday like, okay, could I drive there? Yeah, and should I? And then I'm like, okay, well, what happens if he's really sick? Like, how am I going to know? Like, And I started thinking about that. Dylan's, you know, 24 years old and more than capable of taking an Advil on his own. Right. You know, but here I was ready to get in my car. So, and I think it happens. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, you guys are close to your I can't have a headache that my mom won't call me 45 times asking, how's your headache? Did you oh drink Advil? Did you drink Tylenol? How are you doing? And I'm like, mom, you yeah. called me 45 times. Like, I'm fine. And you know, and you know, sometimes I'd rather not share with them that I would not stop yes. feeling well. Because yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. No, I do the same thing. Yeah. Whatever. It's Sometimes it's easier, you know, to not, not to. have them have them worry. So I know mom listens to this. So all's, all's good. We're all happy. All Everybody's all healthy. healthy. We're good. There's no worries. And I'll see you this weekend. Happy Mother's Day. Happy, happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. 
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Chatting with My Amigas podcast. Subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you enjoyed the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or, better yet, if you'd share the show with your amigas, that would be great. You can connect with us on social or through hello at chattingwithmyamigas.com. Until next time, ciao!